Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Last week, amen, on the series, uh, I'm in a series going deeper, amen. Uh, we got that, that promo there, going deeper, going deeper, amen, going deeper with God, amen. Amen. Good to see you, David. Hallelujah, man. Praise the Lord. Good to see you guys here. Amen. Praise God. And uh, going deeper with the Lord. Amen. And what I'm talking about today is experience new depths with the Holy Spirit. Having a deeper hunger. Somebody say, I'm hungry. Hallelujah. As we learned last week, the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals and teaches us. We learned that there's two meanings or uses in the word revelation. That the, the Bible, amen, is God's revealed word to us, amen, that we base our life upon. And the Holy Spirit is the one that gives us a deeper revelation of who God is. The Holy Spirit also unveils the eyes of our hearts so that we can see what the Lord wants us to see, and it gives us insight to God's deepest secrets. God has some secrets He wants to tell you. Come on, how many want to know those secrets? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we're going to jump into this. Amen. If we want to go deeper, who wants to go deeper in this place? Come on. If we want to get really rooted, somebody say rooted. Rooted, 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 rooted. <laughs> I was telling the guys, amen, we were doing that rooted, rooted. You remember the movie Rudy? Rudy, root. Oh, you guys don't know. You got to see the movie Rudy, amen. If you're a sports fan, amen, that is such a motivating movie amen but you'll get the you'll get the point when we say rooted amen but if we want to go deeper and get rooted then how many know that we need to know god more come on somebody say amen it has to go beyond just reading about him you know when you read the bible i mean you get to know about god you get to know him how many know that we can read books and history books of a person and know about that person but truly not know the person you got some information that's all you got but there's something different, amen, when you start to know the person. But if you read and then you ask, somebody say ask. Come on, if you ask the Holy Spirit to give you a deeper revelation of what you're reading, well, there's a difference there. You're not just reading now. You're going deeper. Can somebody say amen? You're going into a deeper knowledge of who God is in a deeper level, amen, a more intimate and personal level. God wants to be intimate with you. The Holy Spirit is the agent that drives us there, that takes us there deeper with God, amen, to know God in a different level, amen. Come on, how many started what I suggested last week? Anybody remember what I suggested? What? Hmm? Which is what? Read the book of John. How many have started that yet? Now, when I said read the book of John, I told you to get a Bible that you can understand, a Bible that you can invest in. Uh, I know I know that these are great, amen, for phones, amen, to be more convenient. You have to carry it. But let me tell you, a Bible that you invest in that has some some uh, uh, some commentary, some footnotes and different things, uh, uh, a study Bible, good study Bible, take you deeper into what you're reading and help you along the way. 
But you ask the Holy Spirit, and I told you to read the book of John, even if you read the book of John many times, amen. And I'm telling you, each time you do this, God gives you a deeper, deeper revelation of who God is. But when you read the book of John, you read it, but you ask the Holy Spirit to help you understand it. Take me deeper. And when you ask the Holy Spirit to do that for you, as you're reading the book of John, and take your time. Don't speed read it. Don't read it in a day. Read chapter by chapter. Take your time, whether it's a half a chapter. Just take your time in understanding and take a pause to let the Holy Spirit speak to you. And I guarantee you, as you finish that book of John, you will get to know who Jesus is. Because the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you. Amen? Come on. If you ask the Holy Spirit to show you anything on God, how many know that he will? Amen? When you ask God to reveal himself to you, the Holy Spirit will answer this prayer because he is the agent of all revelation. Amen? You see, human nature apart from God's Spirit does not understand the things of the Spirit. In fact, to them, it's foolish. Amen? Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 13 to 14, NIV says this, This is what we speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but by words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. The, the person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolish and cannot understand them because they discern only through the Spirit. Come on, uh, what you and I experience in the movement of the Holy Spirit, what, what you guys experienced in, in our worship, come on, wasn't that a wow? Was it? No? <laughs> wasn't that wow? Yes. Amen. Wasn't that wow? Yes. I mean, didn't that feel good? Yes. Didn't that feel good? That God chose us, God spoke to us. I mean, it, it felt good for God to speak to me. Not only to me, but to our congregation, to you guys. And let me tell you, that was a wow experience, amen. Now, you try to go to, to work tomorrow and tell that to a co-worker who's not saved. They'll say, man, you're tripping, man. <laughs> right? To them, it's foolish because they don't have the spirit. They don't have the understanding. Are you following me, church? They don't have the understanding of that. So to the world, it's foolish. You know, they'll look at you and say, okay, Art, all right. There he goes again, you know. <laughs> but it's exciting because we understand. We, we start to, and you try to explain to them, but they can't grab, they can't grab a hold of it because the spirit doesn't dwell within them. Are you following me, church? Come on. Now we need to understand the Holy Spirit and understand that the Holy Spirit is offered to who? To everyone. Somebody say me. It's offered to everyone, anyone in this place, anyone that wants it, amen. It's offered to anyone. Look what it says in Acts chapter 2, verse 17. It says this, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and the old men will dream dreams. The Amplified Classic says it like this. It shall come to pass in the last days that God declares, I will pour out my spirit upon all mankind. Your son and daughters will, shall prophesy, telling forth the divine counsels. Your young men shall see visions, divine granted appearances, and your old men shall dream divine suggested dreams. God wants people. 
He's looking for people that are available in the spirit in order to deposit these things, in order to prophesy, in order to see visions, in order for dreams to come. He wants people to say, I'm going to speak to you in vision. I want to speak to you prophetically, just like he did this morning. Amen. I want to speak to you in dreams. Why? Not just for you, but for the body of Christ. I'm pouring out my spirit. How many know that God's pouring out his spirit right now? As we're speaking, amen, he's pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. Amen. Is he only pouring it here at PCLV? No, it's everywhere. This promise is for everybody. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. But we say, I, we must be spirit-filled in order to be spirit-led. We can't be led by our own admissions. We can't be led by our own desires. We can't be led by, by what we feel. It has to be the Spirit. Can somebody say amen? The Bible says, I will pour out my spirit on all people that your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men would dream dreams, your young men will see vision. The prophet Joel spoke of this in the Old Testament, and here in the New Testament, Peter speaks of it on the day of Pentecost. Now, does God say, I will pour out my spirit upon selected people? Does he, does he pour it out on, on the religious elite? Come on, or the so-called Special people. Hallelujah. No, or does he say, nor does he say, will I pour out my spirit in a few decades? Not even a few centuries. Come on, church. No, our God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people, all means all, all nations, all tribes, all tongues, all men, all women, all errors, church. And this includes that, this includes the, the good and the bad and the ugly. Come on, tell your neighbor you're in. <laughs> Don't look at me. Don't look at me. No, he pours out his spirit on all flesh. All flesh. When the Holy Spirit is living in you, he is constantly drawing you like a magnet. Come on, somebody. God wants, a good, wants intimacy with you, amen. He's drawing you into the deep things of God, amen. He's always pointing us to Jesus. Come on, he's drawing us in. He goes, I want to share some things, uh, some thoughts with you, son. Uh, I want to share some, some, some dreams with you, uh, daughter. Amen. I, I want you to, I want to draw you in and, and all that he's drawing us. Everything he's telling us points us to his son. As believers, do we have any believers in the house? As believers, you can expect the gift of the Holy Spirit to be poured out upon you. When he says he's going to pour it upon all flesh, that means you and I here today, amen. He wants to pour it on you. He wants you to get the revelation. He wants to use you. Not only just us, but all generations after us. Come on, somebody. You see, the Holy Spirit is the agent of revelation. How many know that the Holy Spirit at times tries to get our attention? You ever felt that? Come on, he tries to get attention. Do we listen all the time? No. Come on, even I, I don't listen all the time, amen. Sometimes we don't even hear him. And then sometimes we do, but we ignore him. 
And there are times when I've been pouring out my heart as a, as a man of God, as a husband, as a pastor, amen, pouring out my heart of God. God, I, I want some kind of direction. God, I want some kind of clarity, amen, some understanding, et cetera, amen. And I'm doing, but I'm doing all the talking. I'm doing all the complaining. And I, come on, and I don't let the Holy Spirit talk to me. He's trying to get in a word. But I'm doing all the talking, but I'm not listening. James 1.19 says, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all, say all, somebody say me, you must, you be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. See, when we talk too much and listen too little, what we are actually saying to others is this. What I got to say is more important than what you got to say. That's what we do. You ever, you ever had a person that you're trying to get something in there, and all they're doing is, I mean, you're trying to give them some advice or coming to you, but all they're doing is pouring, and they're not even hearing you. All they're saying is, this is my complaint. This is what I'm doing. La, 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 la. And they're not listening. There are times when we want to draw close to God. Amen. But then life, listen, life interrupts us. Come on. The busyness, work. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on. Problems. Somebody say, oh, yeah. Come on. School. Hang-ups? Oh, yeah, you all have hang-ups still, amen. Come on, including myself. We all have hang-ups, amen. The wife, if you're married, the husband, the kids, oh, no. It's life, church. We want to get drawn deeper, amen, but life hits us. We can't get away from life, amen. We, we still got to do what we need to do, amen. But sometimes these become interruptions in the time that we want to spend with God. Let me tell you, when I wasn't going, uh, when I was home last year, amen, after I got out of the hospital, amen, I, I rested for another month and a half, amen, before I was able to go back to work, amen. But in that month and a half at home, I spent time with God. And I thanked him for my life. I thanked him every day. I thank him for my life. I said, God, thank you for the breath of life. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for all this stuff. And, and then, God, I'm never going to forget. And also you get busy and go back to work. God forgive us. Things that we say that we're doing, all of a sudden those prayers are just kind of going away now. We're not saying them. Come on, somebody. And life hits us. James chapter 4, verse 8 through 10 says this. Message Bible. It says, say a quiet yes to God, and he'll be there in no time. Quit dabbling in sin. Purify your inner life. Quit playing the field. Hit rock bottom. Cry your eyes out. The fun and games are over. Get serious. Real serious. That, that means rooted. Get rooted. Somebody say rooted. Get rooted. Get down on your knees before the master. It is the only way that you'll get back on your feet. There are so many times that God is speaking to me, speaking to you, amen. And But there are times that I miss out because of, of his life-giving words, amen, because I allow the noise around my life to interrupt me. 
And I simply don't listen well. Listen, church, I'm just confessing myself. I simply don't listen well during those times. So focus on what I need to do. And sometimes that can be godly things. So focus on God and running the church and doing all this, but I'm not listening to God. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, we're doing God things, but it says, well, you're not spending time with me. You have have the desire. You want to do good. It's all good stuff, but God says, I want you to sit with me. We're not spending the time that we need to spend because of life. We get so worried, overwhelmed, and all this stuff. And even in a conference setting, we can start to get so busy, amen, that we focus on what it's all about. That's why John 10, 27 says, My sheep recognize my voice. I know them, and they'll follow me. I realized through the years, church, that what God says to me is far more important than what I have to say to him. We, say I, we need to go deeper with the Holy Spirit. We need to do, what we need to do is our banner says for 2022 is get rooted. Somebody say rooted. Come on, that's going to be our our chant, amen, hallelujah. Rooted, rooted. (laughs) And then we're going to have to come up with a dance too. Rooted, (laughs) rooted. We've got to go down deep, church. Come on, whatever gets you deeper, Amen. Now, I'm not saying drop it like it's hot, okay, man? All right? Don't, don't let that be that. You're, you're, that's me. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying just get rooted. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Some of you guys will drop it. You guys will go, go, go down and can't get back up. Amen. Hallelujah. That's, that's me. Hallelujah. It's the Holy Spirit that gives you and I revelation, church. He's the one that takes away the cloudiness of your perception of who God is. And he shows you how God longs to have a friendship with you and I. He wants you to, he wants you to draw near. It's like he said this morning, amen. He's compassionate. I'm not telling you, he's mad. He's nuts about you, amen. He's compassionate. He's talking about, I want you to go deeper. I want you to go deeper in my knowledge. I want you to go deeper in me, amen. Come on, to truly know him personally. If we can get into a deeper level with God through the work of the Holy Spirit to point us to know who God is, who His Son is, amen, then, amen, there's a love relationship. Come on, somebody say amen. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind can imagine what God has prepared for those who love Him. But God has revealed it to us by the Holy Spirit. Come on, with the Holy Spirit church, I don't know how a church does it without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit deepens us and and shows us, man, God, I mean, God, no one can touch you like how God touches you. I mean, no one can love you like how God loves you. I mean, this is like, man, you love me? Uh, Nobody I mean, we sometimes the world kicks us out, and God says, "Come here, I'll get you." Come on, our pastor, Amen, Pastor Mike Neville, he said, "Go into the byways, and the ones that they don't want, we'll take." <laughs> come on, that's still here, church. We'll take anyone. They don't want you at that church. Come on, we'll take you. Come on, we gotta love everybody, right? Come on, not check them out, right? Who are you? Where'd you come from? No. <laughs> We don't do that. Come on, somebody. Wow. God bless you. Where you come from? 
Come on, we got to love everyone. He's going to pour his spirit upon all flesh. We got to love everybody, church. God will bring sometimes people in here to work on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on. But at the end, everybody's better. Come on, somebody. My prayer is that through this series, church, that you go deeper. I've been saved for over 27 years now, amen. I want to experience God in a more deeper, life-changing way. I hope you do. Come on, I haven't, I haven't reached the depths, amen. I have not reached that point. Just like Paul said, I haven't arrived. I, I don't know everything. I, I want to know more God. Well, the thing I do is forget my past, amen. I, I go forward, amen, to the future, amen. I keep my eyes on the prize, amen. I, I go heavenward in Christ, amen. That's what we got to do when the storms of life are hitting you and I, church. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep going forward. Someone say, go forward. Someone say, rooted. Now you guys are getting it, amen. It took, a, it took a month to get it, amen, but we're here. God, I wish they get rooted. Every time I say rooted, rooted. January, nothing. Middle of January, nothing. After the fast, nothing. I was like, man, even after our three-day fast, we still didn't get it. Now we got rooted. How many are tired of being sick and tired? Come on, how many are tired and going in circles, amen? Uh, how many want to go deeper? Uh, how many want to get rooted? Come on. Know God more, get rooted more. Let me tell you, you'll enjoy your walk with Jesus. You'll learn to trust him because he loves you. Come on, you know that your father will never leave you nor forsake you, amen. You know that, man, I'm going through a storm right now, God, but I know that you're there. Right now I may feel alone, but I know deep down I'm not alone, amen. Come on, I may be walking through the valley of the shadow of death, amen, but I know that my God is right there with me. I fear not, amen. Your rod, your staff, it comforts me. I think my head's feeling a little better right now of you. Put your phone away then. <laughs> One way is to simply spend more time, listen church, in seeking God. Speak to him. Listen to him. Let him, listen, let him get some words in. Know his voice. Don't come to me and say, Pastor, no, 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 no. This is what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, no, 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 no. You did not hear God. You heard you. That is not of God. Listen, God is as close as you want him to be. As a fellowship, as a people, we need to draw closer to him. As you fellowship with the Holy Spirit, then you'll discover that he is the most perfect, loving friend that you'll ever have. His thoughts are wise. His revelations are transforming. That's why I challenge you to read the book of John, amen, and ask the Holy Spirit, amen, the agent of revelation to take you deeper. Root yourselves in him. But we have to start by making some changes in our lives. Somebody say, I need to make a change. Come on. It's like Michael Jackson said, the man in the mirror. 
starts with you. Right? Got to make some changes. Starts with you. Come on. Begin by reducing, listen, by reducing the noise in your life and setting aside time, listen, to be with the Lord. Turn off your phone. Hello. This is the biggest distraction right now in 2022. Turn off your phone, amen. Turn off your TV. Turn off your internet. Oh, no. Get off Facebook. Oh, blaspheming. Stone him. He speaks of not of God. Get off Facebook and get into his book, church. Come on, spend some time with Jesus. Turn off the negativity and turn on hope. There's so many negative Christians today. Come on, you talk to them and you're like, yeah, they're always just complaining. I'm like, what God are you serving? That's not my Jesus. That's not my God. Yeah, we got trials, but he even said in this life, you're going to face tribulation. Tribulation. <laughs> It didn't come out good. I'm trying to speak in tongues right now. Amen. You're going to face troubles and tribulations. You're going to face all kinds of things. But what he says, be of good cheer. What? I've overcome the world. And so if Christ is in you and the Spirit's in you, the Spirit reminds you of that. And know that, you know what? God said that we're going to go through some hard times. We're not exempt from what's going on in the world, church. Come on. Though we're not front of the world, amen, we're still in the world. Come on, in this world is a fallen world. And what falls on the world is going to fall on us. But we got God. Thank God. We got him to help us through, but we're going to feel that. We're going to feel this. We're going to be sick. People are going to die, church. It's life. It's part of life, church. And that sucks on sometimes. But we have to trust God. God, trust God, our blessed hope, church. Come on. Can't forget the streets of gold. Can't forget all the promises of heaven for us that are faithful, that know him. Find a quiet place that's free from distractions and turn your attention to him. Take a few deep breaths. Come on, somebody just take a deep breath. Sometimes that's all it takes, church, from life and all the stuff. You just go, and then thank him. Thank you, Lord. Take a deep breath and calm your mind, church. Then ask the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and revelation to take lead. Okay, I'm going to take a deep breath right now. I'm overwhelmed, Lord. I'm overwhelmed, Jesus. I'm overwhelmed, Holy Spirit. I'm going to just take a deep breath, and I want you to take control and just take, take me. Direct your desires to know him deeper. James 4.8 says, come close to God and God will come close to you. Amen. Have faith. Simple phrase, huh? Have faith. Yet we don't do it. Come on, amen. Have faith. Assuring that if we do this, if we draw to him, he's going to draw to us. He's going to get closer to us, church. It's all about being quiet in his presence. That quiet place is where you can read a brief passage of his word. The scripture uh, uh, will bring you to God. It will direct you to God. It will remind you who God is. Amen. Pick out a passage of scripture. Uh, take a few verses. Amen. A chapter. Like I said, read it slowly, carefully, and then reflect on it. 
Don't be in a rush. Ah, oh, pastor said I got to read a chapter. Okay, let's go to work. That's what we do. We got to take time, amen. If time is short, then get up 10 minutes earlier. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> we'll take the 10 minutes when you come back home then. You can make time, church. We just say we don't have time. I'm good at that. Don't have time. Busy. Sorry. We got to make time, church. We need each other. Got to make time. I'm making time for you guys. I got to make time. I got God's gonna stretch me. So I'm investing in the marriages. I want to take time. I want to invest in your marriage. I'm gonna take time to invest. That's why we're bringing out this conference and the speakers. I want to invest. I want to make time. I'm taking time off. It's like if it's my conference and it's your conference. I took vacation days for your conference. <laughs> so I want to spend time. I want to make sure everything's going good. I'm going to spend time with, with the, the, the pastors. They're coming out with their wives. I mean, I'm going to spend time. That's our problem. Not only are we in a me generation, we are in a rush generation. Talk with the Spirit. While you're reading, interact with him. Invite him to speak to you. Invite him to show you what he wants you to see. And then thank him for the word. I thank you for your word. You know, I, I, I wake up every morning just kind of having like communion every morning. Thank you for the, the broken body for me, Lord. Thank you for the whips that you took on your back. Thank you that by your stripes I'm healed. Thank you for the resurrection power. Thank you for the blood that erased my past. Isn't that great? Come on, delete it out of the system. Come on, it's like going to a judge and say, you know what? What are the charges? I, I, I don't find any charges. There's nothing in the system. What are you doing here? You're wasting my time. Okay, see ya. <laughs> right? Were you there? Will you stand there arguing? Ray, will you argue? And they say, Dismiss, I can't find nothing. All right, see ya. Got my social security name, you sure? All right, boom. Double check. <laughs> You're out. You're forgiven? You're forgiven. Come on, don't let the devil put that over you. No, no, no. God has forgiven you, church. If you're forgiven, that's it. It doesn't matter to anybody else. God has forgiven you. Don't carry it no more. You're not that anymore. You're forgiven. Somebody say, I'm forgiven. The Lord asks us to watch and pray, church. Why? Why does he tell us to do that? Watch and pray. It says in Matthew 26, 41, watch and pray so that you do not fall into temptation. Hello. Look what the city we live in. Temptation's all around us, church. Watch and pray that you don't fall into temptation, for the spirit is willing. You're, you're mad inside. You're, yeah, yeah. It's all, all for it, amen. But your, 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 your spirit, your body, weak. Your flesh. You mean your flesh is weak, right? We live in the flesh, church. Come on, we, we, it's not perfect. We're not perfect, amen. We fall because the flesh. We allow the flesh to rise up in certain things. That's why we have to watch and pray, church. 
He doesn't ask us to, to uh, he doesn't ask us to do this and, 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 and to frustrate us. Amen. Oh, I gotta read, I gotta pray, I gotta do it. No. He asks us to do this because it can satisfy our deepest needs. See, as you read the scripture, he gives you insight. He'll speak to you about your life. Remember, when you're reading, get closer to God. Amen. Don't show off what you know about God. You're reading for you. Somebody say, for me. That's what you're reading for. You're not reading to show off your, your people at a, at a Goldman or a Bible and say, oh, I, I know all this stuff. No, you, you do this, amen, that you can, it's about you. It's for reading for you. You read for yourself. As you go older, as you, as you step into ministry, then you're doing it for others. You know, I read for myself, and then I read for you. But guess who gets ministered first? Me. <laughs> I'm at the altar already. I'm, God's convicted me already on certain things. I read it for me to present it to you. Psalms 46.10, the Message Bible says this, Step out of traffic. Take a long, loving look at me, your high God. Come on, get out of your mindset and look to the Lord, church. The key is quietness. Quietness is a key to growing deeper, amen. Wait in God's presence until he, till you receive a fresh impartation of his spirit, the spirit of wisdom, come on, the, uh, and revelation. See, every time you draw near, church, he draws near to you. Rivers of his love will flood your spirit. His spirit will, will flow, overflow into your, your soul, church, and it will cleanse and refresh your mind and your emotions and your will. John chapter 7, 37 to 38 says this, On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture says, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Come on, don't look at the clock. Abide in him. Speak little, listen much. The Holy Spirit will show you what you need, and he will guidely, wisely guide you on what to do on the issues in your life. If we react by, how, by, the, by, the, by what's hitting us, then emotions take over. And how many know that emotions will mislead you? Self will mislead you. You've got to grab a hold of yourself the Bible says what? Resist the devil, submit to the Lord, and he'll, he'll show you. He'll, the enemy will leave. His thoughts will leave, amen. And then now the Holy Spirit can talk to you. Okay, you all right? Take a deep breath. Come on, all right? You done complaining? Okay, now let me speak to you. Let me show you. I know you're feeling like that. And he's the first one that says, I understand. I understand. I understand. I understand. But let me help you. And then he directs us. Because if all of us would just flow by our emotions, guess what? We would do some stupid things, right? Dumb things. We have done them in the past. Come on, somebody. We, we've done things that, you know, because we allow our emotions to take us there. And sometimes we have the right. We have the right. Well, you don't know, Pastor. Oh, I know. I understand, but that's not what we do. That's not who we are. I understand that's the flesh. The flesh will rise up, say what he needs to say. 
Okay, let your flesh say what he needs to say. Take a deep breath. Okay, God, what do I need to do now? You show me. Because right now, I just want to knock somebody out. <laughs> Come on. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Everybody's looking at each other. Don't you sing this shot of her. Come on, it's the truth. Come on, don't, don't look at somebody else. That's you too. <laughs> we're, we're, all of us go through this. Come on. All of us. Even Sister Bloom wants to knock out people. Amen. I know that. <laughs> she says right there, amen, see? Does she do it? No. Has she done it in the past? I don't know. I know I have. I know I've said the wrong things. But the Holy Spirit is the first thing to say to convict me, help me, to, and tells me to apologize. And I say no sometimes. And I say, go tell them to apologize to me. And he'll listen to me. And then I feel in my spirit, and I was like, okay. And when I do it, it feels so much better. And then reality, it heals the other other person in the situation because if they were a person of God or Christian, God's talking to them too. Me and my wife have a lot of conversations like that. Tell her to call me. Tell him to call me. I want creamer. I want a steak. (laughs) I don't even know why I'm saying that. Speak little, listen much, church. Whatever he reveals, listen, he empowers. Whatever he reveals, he empowers. The insight he gives are not to wow you, church, and though they do, but to, they are given to enable you to manage your life and manage it well, to give you an unshakable confidence that God is for you. God is in you. The Holy Spirit is there to help you. He's working all things, the Bible says, for your good. Come on. And he start, what he starts, church, he finishes. What he said in your spirit years ago, he'll finish it. He'll bring it to pass, church. It will come if you allow him. Because the enemy can rip that off. But what he says, he's a man of his word. But we have to stand and we have to buy in it in order for it to be fulfilled. Are you following me? The things that the Holy Spirit gives you and I sustain you through the storms of life. Direct you in the indecisions and comfort you in the affliction. He imparts life, church. As the Lord revealed to us here, storms are coming. The storms of 22 are coming, church, and they're blowing hard. They will blow hard, and it will come through the government. It will come through society. It will come through what's happening in our world. The only way that we can remain, church, is to root ourselves down, to abide in the Lord, amen, and deepen ourselves. So when the winds come, we are going to feel it. It doesn't overpass us. This wind is going to hit our lives. But when the winds hit, like, like, I, like the Lord said, they're to take away the negativity in your life, the fear the doubt and all that stuff that messed you up years past are finally going to blow away. <laughs> oh, man, you didn't get that, huh? They're going to blow away. Struggles, breakthroughs coming. That wind that's meant to take you out is to build you. 
It's going to blow. I mean, it's going to make, it's going to make you better. Come on. You're going to have a hairdo that you never had before. Whoa, I mean, it's just, wow. It's going to be, wow, wow. What happened to you? God just blew his wind on me. You're going to, I'm telling you, you're going to see God in you. It's, it's going to be a reflection of him. When the winds come, church, it's going to be a reflection of something good. We're not going to look disastrous. You know how the wind comes and things are uprooted and things are blown? No, you're going to remain, and it's going to be like, wow, like a new look. Wow. Is that awesome? How many want the winds to come? Well, you're not ready for it yet. <laughs> root it. Root it. You got to wake up every morning like, oh, I got to root myself. When that flesh is rising, oh, I got to wake, got to root myself. Amen. Come on. Oh, when you get in an argument, oh, I got to root myself. Oh, I'm going through a trial. Oh, root. Not, not, don't say nothing, right? Be quick to listen, slow to speak. Oh, I got to root myself. Oh, I'm angry. Root. 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 Some of you guys are going to be way over here like this. <laughs> got to root yourself, church. Don't give in to the flesh. Stupid flesh. This flesh, man. And man, this is the problem right here, the flesh. We got to root ourselves, church. We can control the flesh. Pray for the spirit. Come on, the fruit of the spirit over your life. Love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, patience. And self-control. You need self-control. How many need self-control in this place? I, I need self-control. Self-control will get you to root yourself. Self-control will say, you know, it's the fruit of the Spirit. I can do this. It's part of the fruit of the Spirit. I, I, I can apply this in my life. God says I can have self-control through him. Amen. So I'm going to root myself. I don't need to give into the flesh. I don't need to, to cuss somebody out. I don't need to say this. I don't need to do that. I don't, I don't need to go there. Amen. I can root myself. As you root yourself, you become stronger and better because those roots is like a, our picture. It goes deep. It starts to go deep into him. And then he starts to be built up upon him. See, if we go deep, we come up like Christ. We want to bury the old man. Come on, somebody. Are you, are you getting the revelation here? Bury that old man. Root yourself in. That way you can come up in Christ. We can be all Christ-like. That's, that's, that's the goal. It's to be like Jesus, right? That is the ultimate goal is to be like the Savior, to be like the Son, to do what he did. And he says, greater things you will do than I. Come on, let's step into that. We can do this. I'm going to close today. We have pozole. Oh, we don't have no pozole. But I'm going to have food. <laughs> if you want to go deeper with God, and I know you guys want to, Listen, human reasoning, human reasoning, human understanding, understanding won't reveal God to you. Just reading about him is not going to reveal God to you unless the Holy Spirit's part of that. Amen. You can study all you want, but without the Holy Spirit, all you will have is knowledge of God, but you won't know God. Are you understanding, church? The Holy Spirit is the agent of revelation. He is the one who reveals we can see the Father and the Son, listen, because of the Holy Spirit. Amen?